welcome to Mashiach Mystery Series. We're starting a new series this evening about living with miracles in Yemaisa Mashiach. So by way of introduction, the truth is it's not so simple, first of all, that there will be miracles when Mashiach comes. There's a whole discussion about whether there's going to be miracles when Mashiach comes. It's, in fact, it seems like it's actually a dispute in the Gemara between Shmuel and others. Shmuel says that the only difference between this world and the days of Mashiach is just the fact that we'll, the Jewish people will be independent. We won't be under other rulership. But seemingly there won't be miracles. And Rambam definitely takes that view that there won't be miracles when Mashiach comes. Nevertheless, First of all, many of the other commentaries disagree with, uh, with Rambam, and that's the conclusion of uh, Kabbalah and Chassidus, that in fact, when Mashiach will come, there will be miracles. And in fact, even the Rambam himself, the Rabbi explains, um, explained at numerous occasions that the Rambam also must agree that eventually there will come a stage in the Messianic era of Yemaisa Mashiach when there will be miracles. So it seems that bottom line, all of the different uh, all, all the different places that we find in Chazal, we find in the rabbinic literature that there will be miracles. It needs to be taken literally, to, at least to a certain extent, or at least at a certain a certain stage. Now, there's another discussion: why it's uh, why is it so important for there to be miracles when Mashiach will come? That's a whole other that's a whole other discussion. But just in a very basic sense, the very fact that when Mashiach will come, there will be a godly revelation, and God is beyond nature. So that will cause that in the times of Mashiach, there will be many miracles. So tonight, we're just going to focus on one statement of Chazal, of our sages, about birth in Yemaisa Mashiach. And we'll try to understand the meaning of the statement, and also the relevance and significance of this phenomenon when Mashiach will come. What is it? So, this is the, we'll start with the Gemara, the Gemara and Shambhis, Naflam and Amit Beis, in 30b. So, the Gemara says the following. It says, Ksiv altan ksil There's one verse that says, Do not answer a fool according to his foolishness. Uksiv. And there's another verse that says, Aneksil ki'ivalta. You should answer a fool according to his foolishness. So, it seems contradictory. So, the Gemara reconciles the contradiction, and it says like kasha. It's, it's not a difficulty. That there's a distinction between words of Torah and worldly things. When it comes to worldly things, it's not it's not important to uh, answer a fool. But when it comes to divrei Torah, so it is important even someone who says something foolish to answer their their claim. So the Gemara goes on to explain what's an example. What's an example of when it comes to how you have to respond even to a fool? So it gives the following example. Gamlil was sitting and he was expounding the following topic. He said the following statement. That a woman is destined in the future to give birth every single day. As it says, so this is a, a famous pasuk, a famous voice in Yirmiyahu, which speaks about the ingathering of the exiles. And 
says, Hashem says, I'm going to bring them from the land of the, of the north. Says he's going to gather in all the Jews, even those who are lame and blind. And it says there'll be a, a pregnant woman and a woman who gave birth together. So the, the, the simple meaning of the voice is that it's describing two different women that, that in the ingathering of all the exiles, by the kibbutz Goliath, so there'll be all different types of people, a woman who is pregnant, a woman who gave birth. But Amgamuel understands it differently. He, the way he explains it to me is that that the conception and the birth are happening almost, almost simultaneously, almost at the same time. So we'll see over here different uh, interpretations of exactly what that means. See Rashi, the, the Arizal. But let's just leave it at that for now. So now, legally, all of Isay Talmud, there was a certain student who laughed at the statement. How could that be? Alma, he said, the voice says in Kohelas, there's nothing new under the sun. How can you say that when Mashiach will come, things will change, and then women will start giving birth on a daily basis? How could that be? Alma, Loi, Serem responded to him, Come, I'll show you an example in this world. Nafik, so Rabbi Gamliel went out, and he showed him a rooster. So, let's see Rashi. Let's see how Rashi interprets this. The way Rashi interprets this is as follows. That on the day this woman conceives this child, so the woman will give birth to a different child. Like a rooster. In other words, the way Rashi understands it, it's not that a woman will, will conceive a child and give birth to that very same child on that day. That's not how Rashi understands it. Rashi understands it that um, it means that a woman will conceive a child and then while she, it'll be possible, which is, in other words, what's unique about it, it will be possible that a woman will be able to conceive another child while she's pregnant. So a woman will be able to conceive multiple children like uh, like one day after another. So let's say on day one, on Sunday, she conceives one child. On Monday, she'll be able to conceive another child. And now she'll be pregnant with two children. So so now if a woman has uh, relations daily, so it will, it, will, it will come out that in the future, like however long the however long the gestation process is, however long she's pregnant for, but since she's pregnant with multiple children, so in a couple days, she'll, she'll, uh, you know, when the time of birth comes, when she's due, she'll give birth to multiple children, right? One day after another. And it says, That's, this is the implication of the verse. And whenever she conceived, she'll give birth. Which means that she, the, the, um, the child, the, the child becomes, uh, in other words, the, ch- the child forms very quickly. So in other words, it seems there's actually two things happening. That first of all, the, the process, in other words, the gestation process, the formation of the child in the mother's womb will happen much quick, uh, much more quickly. And also, it will be possible for a woman to uh, to conceive multiple children at the same time, or one after another. It will be possible for a woman to conceive a child while she's already pregnant with a previous 
with a previous child. Um, so that's how Rashi explain, explains it. In other words, Rashi's, in, in, Rashi's explanation, his interpretation, doesn't seem to be totally literal. Because the Gemara seems, simply put, the Gemara seems to say that a woman, that on, a woman will, you know, will, she'll give birth every single day, which seems to imply from that very same child. Rashi doesn't explain it that way. So why doesn't Rashi explain it that way? Why doesn't Rashi explain it literally that she'll, that she'll, uh, she'll conceive one child and she'll give birth to that child on the same day? So let's look at the Chidushi Agodes Maharsha. The Maharsha explains why Rashi doesn't explain it literally. So I am Peter Rashi. Look at Rashi. So he says Rashi is, the, is, is saying that it's not that she'll conceive and give birth to the same child, one child on, on one day. Because over here he's giving, he's showing an example of a rooster, and that you don't find by roosters. The Amrinim Parkam the Bechiris says in the first paragraph, first chapter of Masechah's tracted Bechiris, Tanagelus Lechavalavyon, that a rooster, it's uh, the the gestation process is twenty one days. Upirush Rashi Shav Laachashinis Abra Minha that after the I guess the the hen after she uh, she become after she conceives shoya beitzos ligomer and achel chaf alav yom it takes the 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 takes the beitz it takes the egg it takes it twenty one days to form so it would seem that according to the way Rashi understands is that the similarity to uh, to a uh, to a tanagolus is the fact there's two things. First of all, the tiny girls, it, it's only 21 days. Was the, the gestation process is very quick. Second of all, is that it can, uh, it can lay one, an egg one day after another, right? In other words, it can conceive an egg, right? E- oh, whatever, conceive a child, even while it's already pregnant, and then it'll lay eggs one day after another. But not that it's the same child literally on the same day, because that you don't see by a tiny girl. So therefore, Rabbi Gabriel couldn't show this Talmud, this a student, an example uh, in this world. That's the way. Um, that's the way the Rashi explains it. However, the Arizal in Lakute Hashas, we'll see it later that Samach Tzedek quotes quotes it later. He understands it in the literal sense that it means that a uh, that it means that a woman will conceive that child, and on that day, so the woman will give birth to that child. That's what it means. Now, so it seems that the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, in the Geras HaKodesh, in Simich Avav, chapter 26 of the Geras HaKodesh, the fourth part of Tanya, so over there, he, he mentions this concept over there. So I just, you just have the line from the Alter Rebbe. So what the Alter Rebbe is talking about over there, we just had it recently in Chitas, that there's a quote over there from the Zoya, from the Raya Mehemda, which seems to imply that when Mashiach will come, we won't study halacha anymore. We won't study the halachas of Isu and Heter, that which is permissible and forbidden. And the Al-Tarabah says that that can't be what the Zoyah means, because there's many examples of how we see in Chazal that even after Mashiach comes, the halacha will still be important, we'll have to know halacha. And one of the examples the al gives is that if a woman says over here that a woman will give birth every day, so he said, even if a woman will give, it says, Im isha achas, a woman will give birth every day. Mi achas. We'll get into that in just a, a second. 
So still she'll have all of the halachas that apply to a woman who who uh, who gave birth. It says din isur tumas It says the halacha of her tuma won't change. So that, that's what the Alter Rebbe is talking about. But in the meantime, the Alter Rebbe says that a woman will give birth every day mibia achas. So. What is the translation of him? Or the truth is, you could read this in two ways. If a woman will give birth every day, either you could read it that she brings one like korban. And it, the Altarab is referring to the halacha that if a woman gives birth, right, she has to bring a korban. Or another way of reading it is that a woman will give birth every day from one bia, that means from one marital union, so a woman will have multiple births. Okay, so the rabbi will say over here, the rabbi will say that the correct way is the second way. So, now, first of all, so, in the translation in Shi'urim Sefer Tanya, Lessons in Tanya, the way they translate him, Taylor Isha Bechol Yoim, is, I didn't, I, don't, I didn't have the whole quote over here from Shi'urim Sefer Tanya. The way the, the way they translate it is the way the Arizal translates it, which is, is that a woman, on the day that she, um, on the day that she conceives, on that day she'll give birth. So, so we hear there's there's a note from the Rebbe, which is very very fascinating over here. So it says, "Them uptaich This translation over here that if a woman will give birth every day as the main does in the zelben tog vezivet shvanger velen, vezigeboden dem kind, that on the same day that she'll that she'll conceive, she'll give birth to the child. Is thus striped the Rebbe shlita, kepide sharizo belakuti yashas. This is as the Rebbe writes. The way the Arizal explains it in Lakuti Hashas, and it is quoted in Miluim with Tehillim Lahatzamach Tzedek at Pitulchav Safety Bramasal Ginsa. So it is quoted by the Tzemach Tzedek in his commentary on Tehillim. We'll get to soon. The Loike Peter Shrashi B'Shabbos. So unlike the way Rashi explains it in Shabbos, Lamed on the base in Thirty B, Urei Chidushi Agadei Sham. And the Rebbe tells us to look at what the Maharshal said. Right. So that we we saw that already, which is as according to that. Over here, I won't read the whole thing. Is that again? So Rashi says that it means right that a woman will give birth right from a previous every day from a previous con, uh, conception right from, to conceive from a child that she conceived previously. And there is a result says no, literally it means every single day. Okay. Um, So now it's interesting, we'll see in the Tzemach Tzedek, the Tzemach Tzedek does mention that there's a, there is a Medrush Rabbah in, uh, in Parshas Noyach that says that even before the Mabu also, that the way it used to be that on the day that a woman conceived, she gave birth. So in other words, this concept wasn't only, isn't only going to happen when Mashiach comes, that it's something also that even before the Mabu, before the flood, that's something that, exi- that, that existed. Okay, so that, I'm, just, I'm just bringing this out over here that that it's interesting that it was the way they translated it, the way Rabbi Weinberg translated it, explained the Tani was according to the explanation of the, of the Arizal. And um, 
it's not clear to me whether the Rebbe is saying that this explanation is implicit in what the Alter Rebbe is saying, or whether the Rebbe is just mentioning that the translation of of Shira Besefer Atanya is the correct is is going according to the Arizal. So, but I think we'll see in the next thing maybe maybe the, the Rebbe is actually saying that it's actually implicit in what the Alter Rebbe is saying. Okay, so let's move on to the next the, the next. Uh, Point right of what's what's very interesting with Alter Rebbe says over here. When those Master Alter Rebbe is the Moisif, as does Vezayin Bia Achas from Ein Bia. Now this is the Alter Rebbe. He adds that a woman is going to give birth daily from one Bia, from one marital union. Avdem was under the Habim Givod Lamein as does make Mevia Achas as they bring an in carbon. So other people translated it that it mean that not me Bia Achas from one Bia. Rather, Mevia Achas, she brings one carbon. But the Rebbe Shlita Gishrib and the Rebbe wrote concerning this, Altura Isi Shagama Maitik La Anglit Pirish came. The Rebbe says that the, the earlier translation to English, the first translation in English, also trans, they also translated it like that. But the Rebbe asked, what does that have anything to do with our discussion here? Gamata, especially the din that a woman brings a carbon now applies now. It has nothing to do with when Mashiach comes. Al Tereba's whole point over here is that that um, that although a woman will give birth every single day, right? So nevertheless, her tumor won't change. So how is it relevant the fact that she's going to bring a carbon every single day? That doesn't seem to be relevant to, to bringing her to, to her her tumor status. Right, that's one point. The other point is is that the Alter Rebbe is trying to say that even that this is something unique that's going to happen when Mashiach comes. The fact that a woman has to bring a korban is something that apply even before the coming of Mashiach, during the times of the Beis Hamikdash. So, therefore, the Rebbe says, "Oladaytihapirush min aliyedebiachas." Mibiachas means through one marital union, so multiple a woman will give birth daily. And this also answers. The question of the Chidushi Agades. So, now, what is the Rebbe, which question is the Rebbe referring to? The question of the Maharsha. So, now, first of all, it's an, inter- an interesting thing over here that it says the Rebbe sleeps in the se- next second, in the second paragraph. The Rebbe sleeps advised on for the Gemara in Nida. So the Gemara Nida talks about how from one Bia, there was a birth of two children. In between them, it says one, it says a woman, it says conceived. That's what the Gemara says. It says a woman conceived. It says what happened was the, the, the drop, right? The tipa, it broke up into two pieces, so to say, two, two became two different children. And one child, the woman gave birth after seven months, gave birth prematurely. And the other one, the woman gave birth after, at the end of nine months. Very strange, very, uh, uh, very, very strange uh, concept. So, um, right? There was three months between the birth of one child and the other one. Although they both came from the same bia, from the same marital union. Okay, so now, so that's an, a very interesting thing. So now, 
The Rebbe adds that this also answers the question of the Maharsha. This answers another question. So the way they're explaining it here, I'm not sure if this is the explanation of Rabbi Weinberger or it's, or it's clear that the Rebbe said this is the Maharsha he's referring to. It says that this is answering a different question, a question that we didn't have yet. New question. It says, after a woman gives birth once, so there's a number of days when marital relations are forbidden. Right? There's at least seven days or sometimes 40 days. Right? Right? Um, that was the question is, how could a woman give birth every single day, right? If there's certain days after she gives birth, then now she is, relations are forbidden. But if the births are happening from a previous via, from a previous marital union, so that means while Relations are forbidden. She's still giving birth to children every single day. <laughs> so that answers the question. He does a taka by a And that's, that's what happens with the, with the, with the rooster, with the hen, with the gemot. Was the gemot bring the dugma for tanagolus? Was chach lafilu as not them, was he, was this abras, this macabo kinzacher. So although after a rooster, after the rooster, um, after the rooster um, becomes pregnant, so then it can no longer have relations. Okay. What happens is, is that after one union between the male and female chicken, so then the rooster gives birth to many eggs, hatches many eggs on multiple dates. So, it was, so this you see by the rooster. So that's so that so that so that that's so that it seems so. Well, just to put everything together over here, what it seems is that the Alter Rebbe over here is adding a very big chidush. He's adding a very like novel idea that this concept that a woman will give birth every single day will be from one beer, from one this just from one. Now, I'm wondering over here. Just so, where does the Alter Rebbe get this from? What does he see that in the Gemara? So you could say. That two things. First of all, that based on this question of uh, the Maharsha, that how could it be that the, how could a woman have relations every single day? Seemingly, there's two months. So it could be that was the altar of the source. Also, it could be this is also got it from the town of Goylus, right? That's the example uh, of the rooster. So it could be. It could be that was so to say what forced the altar of so to say to conclude that it's happening via achas because that was the only way to explain. How it can happen um, every single day. Now, getting back to the original question that I had, which was, is the Alter, is it implicit in the Alter Rebbe that he's following the explanation of the Arizal? So based on this, it would seem that the Alter Rebbe is, is following specifically the explanation of the Arizal. Because according to Rashi, so it would seem that Rashi you know, has an answer to this question. 
It was according to Ra- sorry, yeah, that was according to Rashi. You don't have to say that she's. It would seem that according to Rashi, it's not necessary to say, or Rashi's not saying, that she's giving birth um, on multiple days, right, from the same bia. Rashi is saying, right, on the contrary, that she's having. In other words, she's she's. All Rashi is saying is that she could conceive a child while she's already pregnant. That's what Rashi is saying. But not that there's having multiple births from one from 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 one beer. So that's so it seems that this concept in Tehlisha Bechulim Achas is only according to the Arizal. That so in other words, it would seem that it comes out that really we're saying two things. One thing is that on the day that a woman conceives, on that day she gives birth. Uh, from that conception, from the, that thing. And then on further days, she keeps on giving birth also from... Right. So that's an interesting thing. So it, also, it would come out that some children... Some children are... Uh, some children are, um, are, 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 are... Are in their mother's womb for longer than others. That's what it would seem. Right? That's what comes out. So that's an interesting thing, right? It looks like it would be like a wave of children, then yeah. a wreck and a wave of children. Right. Now, I did see in the Hine Yom and Boim, they said that there's a, a minor, there's from the Rebbe, the Rebbe's handwriting. The Rebbe said, this is what we say, a woman, a woman will give birth every day. It doesn't literally, literally mean every single day. They didn't say exactly the source of that. It doesn't literally mean every every single day. But it seems like it could be. You know, it could be that a woman will will, will, will give birth every, in other words, every day. Every single day. Um, what I'm thinking is that now that that so that's that's one point. Yeah, I know I'm going through a whole pilpul over here, right? <laughs> it's written that and 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 then Right. That's one way to get the neshamot quickly. That's right. The Mashiach. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. So there was an, the reason. Okay. So the reason why Rashi. Explained the way he did, right? That it's not that a woman is uh, conceives on the same day and she gives birth on the same days. The Ramayshah explained because you don't see that by a, a Tanagoylus. You don't see that by a, mm. right? You don't see it by the Tanagoylus. So, seemingly, even according to the, so according to the reasonable explanation, seemingly we don't have an answer to that question. Right. Unless you say that the the example of the Tanagoylus is, is, is a partial example. Maybe that's also what the Rebbe is saying. What you see from the Tanagoylus is the fact that there's multiple births like from one, from one marital union, so to say. That's, the, that's what you see from the, Tana, from the, from the Tanagoylus. So, in other words, this that Rebbe Yamlil showed his, showed his Talmud the example of Tanagelos, it's only a partial example. It just shows how there could be multiple births daily, so to say, um, daily from one uh, from one conception. Okay, so that's in, so basically what it comes out, right? That um, so according to Rashi, let's just sum this up. So according again, according to Rashi, it would seem Rashi is saying that what's unique about Yemaisa Mashiach is the fact that a woman can conceive and be pregnant at the same time that she conceives another child, and the fact that also it seems that it's happening very quickly. According to the Arizal, the Al Rebbe, it seems there's first of all there's the fact that the process is happening very quickly. A woman can conceive and give birth to that child on the same day, and furthermore, a woman it's possible that a woman will have further births from one conception. 
Okay, so what's the significance of what's the significance of all of this? What's the, what is the significance of the fact that um, it seems that the main point over here is that the fact that a woman that the the birthing process will be much quicker, right? In many ways, it will happen daily. It'll happen from one conception, right? That it's happening at at, at, a, at a much greater pace. What's what's the what's the significance of this, and what is the spiritual reason behind this? So the Tzemach actually in Sefer Halikutim over here they have to bring down from the, these Maimorim from the Tzemach Tzedek on Tehillim and another Maimor of the Tzemach Tzedek the Maimor Lahavin Ginsa Le'Oba Ahu Ahu Ganona that he explains over here the, the spiritual idea behind it. So um, you have over here on the left hand side it says Amr Razal Asi the Isha Shatele Bechol a woman is destined to give birth every day. Says now, uh, the the birthing process. So gestation is nine months. So why is that? So the Tzemach gives an example. It says growth. You plant something. It's also it takes a it takes a long time. First, the seed has to rot on the ground. And then what happens is that that seed becomes, so to say, a part of the power of growth. And then takes a while till it grows. Likewise, in order for a child to be created from that drop, it also takes nine, uh, nine months. In other words, it sounds like the Tzamaqlaq is saying it's a process. It's a process in order for a child, um, in order for the child to be born, just like in order for a seed to grow into a tree, it's a whole process till the child's born. It says that this is only now that the anything that is happening from above you. Yesusa de la it's elicited through an Asusa de la Sata. It's created and it's elicited through our Avaida, through our actions. It's not a completely new light, he calls it. It's not something which is, what he means by an Urchadash, he means that it's not something which is completely beyond something that we're not able to elicit and able to reach through our own Avaida. Kim Lachadash Hayishanes. So to say, it's like renewing something that's old. In other words, it's what he calls, what he means is that the 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 tfua, the, uh, the 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 produce that's growing, it's growing from the seed that's planted. It's not something that's entirely new. However, when Mashiach will come, there will be a completely new aura, a completely new revelation from the source of everything. That's why it's not necessary that it should be hidden for nine months in a way of Ibor, that it should be hidden. So, it says, nevertheless, there will still have to be pregnancy for one day. 
כי כל תסח הדושם שצורך ביסעת הגיע אז בתשע שעות לבן. The whole nine months that you have now, now then will be in nine hours. If you skip the parentheses, he says, אך ליום שכולי אורך. It says, in the day that's completely long, מה שיסעזר עכשיו במלכוס דאצילוס תסח הדושם, that which now happens in Malchus of Atzilus for nine months, and Malchus of Arik will happen for nine hours. What he seems to be saying is like, is like this. It's this concept over here. Um, it says, in general, in time, so the, the concept of time in Chassidus, it says is that if you go to a higher level, so time is, uh, so to say, is shorter. So something that happens over here in, let's say, uh, in, it says in 15 years, if you go to the world of Yetzirah, so over there it happens, it's a lot shorter. So whatever it, it takes, what, what, that which it takes 10 or 15 years to happen here in this world, in Yetzirah will happen in one moment. So, what's that concept? So, just in brief, so what is time? Time is really change. That's what time is. Time is development, change. Things change, that's the concept of time. So, say a person ages, right? So it's the concept of time, right? The uh, the sun goes around the earth, right? Every single day, right? So it's a day, right? There's change. In other words, the orbit of the sun, right? So, now, if you go to a higher level, so the changes that happen in this world that take a long, in other words, it, it takes, so to say, a lot of, the, in order for, the, for there a pro, this process to happen in this world, so it takes a long time. There's a lot of change that needs to happen in order for that to happen. That's why things take a long time. But in a higher level, so things take less time. So for exa- the example so this gives, so let's say, um, thought, you can think in your, in, your, in your mind, you can think of something uh, it'll take a lot less to think about it than it takes to say it. Because since thought is higher than speech, the higher level, so therefore the, the, the letters of thought are more pristine, so to say. And therefore, whatever exists in the world of thought takes a lot less, ta- takes a lot less time because it doesn't have to develop. You don't have to say every single word, so to say. Since the words of speech, however, are more uh, tangible, they're more coarse. So therefore, in order to say the words of speech, it takes much longer. Another example of a teacher to explain something to a student. So a teacher might understand a concept, just he understands the concept, but he gets it in one moment, he gets it in a minute. In order for him to explain that concept to a child, to a student that's not on his level, he'll have to break it down and he'll have to explain every single step of the process and it will take much longer. So what he's saying is like this, is that now, since the world is on a lower level, and he says that, in other words, and anything that even birth that it's, comes from a revelation from above, from Hashem, Hashem is the, obviously gives us the power of birth. So everything takes a longer process. And therefore it takes nine months. It takes nine months because in order for the child to develop, it takes nine months. However, when Mashiach will come, the world will experience a much greater level. It will be an Oyu Chadash. Oyu Chadash means a completely new revelation from the source of everything. From the level of Arich. He says from the source... Now, nowadays, the world receives from Malchus. In the times of, uh, of Mashiach, the world will receive from the level of Arach, the level of Keser, which is, which, is, which is infinite, which is beyond 
all limitation. And therefore, the process, he says, will not, instead of being, instead of being nine months, will be nine hours. Because in the level of Irech, so over there, the process takes much quicker. Just like in thought, uh, the process is quicker. And just like in the world of Yitzira, things are quicker. And uh, uh, the, just like in the, in the, in the Bushel, the analogy of the teacher, everything is quicker. So, in other words, the, the, the significance of the fact that a woman is going to give birth every single day, it shows on the level that the world is going to be, going to be at. That the, 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 this uh, amazing phenomenon of birth, right, of a whole, creating a new child. So usually it's a whole process to create a new child from a, from a drop for a child to become an entire child. It's, it's, it means something which is amazing. And it's a whole long process. When Mashiach will come, the world will be elevated that this process will happen this in, in, in one day. So, over here that the Tzemach Sedek seems to be explaining this in um, yeah, um, in a spiritual sense. That it's the concept that the neshama is uh, is in order for the neshama to come down into this world, so it goes through like a process of nine months. So the same concept also applies also in the literal sense, and that's what uh, we read in the next paragraph. The same concept. It says, The reason why you need nine months is because this these worlds, Bri Yitzir Asira, are are yes, they're an independent entity. They're, they're incomparable. They're incomparable to Atzilus. In order for it to come down into the world of Bria, therefore the neshama has to first um, has to, so to say, it has to stay in the world of uh, it has to first, uh, so to say, spend time in Malchus of Atzilus before it comes down to Bria. It says otherwise. It says the neshama will. Fall when it comes down here because in this world is klipa. The interesting, this is a different concept. It says that the concept of the breaking of the vessels. One of the concepts is is when uh, when the light is too great, so and it's not able to uh, it's not able to um, doesn't have where to contain to be contained. So when it actually happens, there's like an opposite effect, which is that instead of there being a revelation of great light, it creates, so to say, a breaking, which basically means that instead of revealing, so instead now there's, there's just complete concealment. Like the example is sometimes if you're trying to explain something, let's say to a student that doesn't understand, so if you're going to reveal him, so to say, a great light, so instead of him, if he's not able to receive the great light, What's going to happen instead is that um, the student will just be completely confused, and he might even come with, and he might even, he, he might even come away with almost uh, completely uh, ideas that are completely antithetical to what his teacher was trying to tell him. Because the light was too great, what it created by the Talmud was by the student was like a shvira that now is completely broken. So, therefore, that's why the teacher what he has to do is he has to contract and he has to, so to say, uh, tailor fit. The concept to explain it to the child. So a similar thing is also with the neshama. The neshama is godly, right? It's like a great light. And in order that when the neshama comes down to this world, so there shouldn't this be a shvira, there shouldn't be, so to say, a breaking, then the neshama won't be able to be reveal itself and actually affect this world. 
The neshama also has to, has to go through, so to say, like a tzimtzum process. And this tzimtzum process, this is happens in Malchus Avatzilus. Malchus Avatzilus is the source of Bria. And basically what it does is it prepares the neshama, so to say, that the neshama should be able to come into this world and be able to affect this world, that it shouldn't be too powerful, that it, it just won't connect, and therefore the light of the neshama won't be able to be revealed. So that's the purpose of why the neshama has to go, so to say, through this um, spiritual, so to say, the spiritual process of pregnancy where it, so to say, limits the neshama in, and makes the neshama be able to fit into this world. So that's all, that's the reason why the neshama has to go through this spiritual ibor, the spiritual gestation process in, a, in the malchus of Atzilus. Malchus of Atzilus is like the mother, malchus is, is the nekeva. But then the worlds will be cleansed, will be elevated. It says Hashem's name will be read as if as the way it's written. You won't need this this transformation process, so to say. So much. This is what we call that the name of Havaya, the name of Hashem that transcends the worlds. This, this, it hides itself in the name Adnai. The name Adnai is related to the sphere of Malchus. This is Hashem, the way he contracts and conceals himself, to the way he lowers himself down, so to say, to relate to the worlds, to relate to, to us. And so the name Havaya, which transcends the world, has to hide itself in the shame Adnai. That's, that's why even when we read Hashem's name, Havaya now, we don't read it Havaya. We don't read it Yud Kei We read it Adnai. Because now Havaya is hidden in Adnai. We're not able to receive from Havaya directly. In the world of Briyat Sirin it's impossible for it to receive from Shem Havaya. It's only through the name Adnai. So, so however, when Mashiach will come, and now the world will be elevated and purified, says what's what's going to happen is is that the shame Havaya, the name Yud Kivavki that transcends the world, it will be revealed in this world. It was the concept that there was a Ksiv in a creed that there was. The way the world, the word is written, and then there's the way the word is read. The ksiv is the way it's written. That's the hidden world. That's the way it is that we can't. The way it is essentially at the level that we can't experience and receive in this world. When Mashiach will come, the the kri will be like the ksiv. The ksiv will be like the kri. We'll read havaya. In other words, we'll be able to experience, and we'll be able to. Um, Will be a revelation of Havaya, which Havaya is Hashem, the way He transcends the world. So that's why the Neshama won't need to go through this process when it's coming from in the birth from Atzilus into Bia. Because then won't be so distant from Atzilus. Won't need such a long change, such a long process. The Yadai Betashoy said, nine hours will be enough. Mizeru Asi the Isha. This is what the meaning of the, the Isha. Who is the Isha? It's Malchus Dantzilus. So, in a spiritual sense, when we say the woman will give birth every day, woman refers to Malchus of Atzilus. And 
And Gamba Medusha Pasha Snoyak Rish Pasha Lamidvov Amusha Kaidam Hamabul Yam Echel Haisa Ishim Ubaus Vyeladas. It also says in the Medrash Rabbah that before the Mabal, as I mentioned before, the Rabbi mentioned that before the flood, a woman would would conceive and give birth on the same day. So the, the similarity to the days of Mashiach is that before the Mabal, so then the level of Keser, the level of Arach Anpin was revealed. It says, uh, that when the hashpa, when the revelation, when Hashem gives us from the level of ayin, which is called keser, which is keser, so then it's a completely different level of hashpa. So it comes out as this concept that the woman gives birth every day comes from the level of arachanpin, the level of keser. So basically what we see from all of this is, is the, the significance of this quick childbirth, right? That on the very same day that a woman um, conceives and the very same day she'll give birth, this shows on the pristine and elevated state of the world and the coming of Mashiach. That the Neshama, so to say, won't need such a long process in order to come down from beyond in Tatsilas. So that over here seems to be the significance over here of this of this miracle that we're living in Mashiach, that when Mashiach will come, so we'll, it'll be a whole different level of godly revelation. And so it won't just affect the, the, our spiritual life. It'll literally affect the physical world in such a way that it will actually change the very process of how children are, are born. And so it should be Hashem's merit that we should merit this very soon. And uh, we should experience all of the miracles of Yemaisa Mashiach.